This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug. And I love Maltons. Yay! <laughs> this is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from Cataclysmia. It's Thursday, May 14th, <laughs> 2020. Uh, the year we will always remember. Um, and while it has been clearly established that I love movies, I've got three guests today that are some of the people out there that I would argue possibly love them more than I do. It's Mark Ellis, Jesse Malton, and Leonard Malton. Hey! Thank you, Doug. I'm actually on a website where it looks like I can change my last name to Malton, and it's only going to take about 35 minutes. So Jesse and Leonard will have me. I can do it by the end of the show. Cool us. Oh, I don't hear I Leonard. I spotted a brother. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody to help you dye your hair? Exactly. Well, my husband's getting tired of it, so maybe. Tell does he do it, really? Your husband helps you with it? He does help. He's very useful. He, he, he does help. Though now I can't peel him away from the PlayStation, so I don't even know if we're still married. <laughs> Jesse, it's clear you didn't grow up with a brother because my job is not to dye your hair. It's to put gum in it and then laugh at you. Ah. <laughs> Well, that's my, my mom always loves to talk about that, that when so my parents wanted me to be a surprise, my gender, I should say, to be a surprise. Uh, no, just a baby as a whole. They're just like, surprise. Um, and my mom, when, when I was born and I was a girl, and my mom said, are you disappointed? My dad said, no, I have no idea what I would do with a boy. <laughs> I, have, I have no skills. I have no manual skills. Like throwing yeah. a ball. You can't be like, hey, let's go out and throw a film around. 
<laughs> well, it wouldn't end well. <laughs> but just all the movie watching, I would love that. I mean, that's part of why I'm so into movies is my parents took me to movies all the time. Sure. And um, let's meet my guests individually so everybody knows who's talking uh, as we uh, move forward. Mark Ellis is here. Hey, Mark. Doug, always a pleasure. <laughs> nice to kind of see you. Um, what's this about me being on some sort of team on the on the Schmodown? <laughs> Congratulations. I, I saw the tweet, and I couldn't believe it. The, the show that I've been trying to get you on for years, you've signed on with a faction, and it looks like you're on the usual suspects. Is that correct, with Sam Levine being your manager? Yeah, that's what happened is Sam Levine was like, hey, uh, you know, you're not going to have to do much. Could you just, uh, you know – could you just agree to be on my team? And I'm like, okay. And then I see all over the internet, draft pick, Doug Benson. You know, like, what? What did I do? What's happening? Yeah, Doug. But I'm excited. I'm excited. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for the nice guy Sam Levine routine. He comes off as this, <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just a, a plucky underdog actor. Hey, remember me from all my movies and shows? Once he is your manager, he is a taskmaster. He is specific. It's, very, it's like Vince Lombardi is coaching a movie trivia team. So be prepared <laughs> for a lot of mental reps with that guy. But he's going to make you a better player, and I look forward to announcing your first match. I feel like he's going to keep me on the bench as much as possible. I think I'm, I think I'm just some sort of show pony to him. <laughs> well, you're one of these because sometimes we shoot a lot of matches in a day, and you're one of these competitors that I would recommend we book earlier in the day than later because there's some competitors where left to their own devices throughout their afternoon, maybe they're not as mentally sharp as they would be in a morning time slot. So you're more of a morning trivia competitor the way I see it. Oh, you're saying that that I should wake, bake, and then do trivia? <laughs> no, dog. I was I was actually thinking before the baking <laughs> began, but whatever oh, gets you mentally prepped is fine with well, me. Well, you know, I like to think that I am the poster child for the fact that you can be high and remember the most obscure trivia imaginable. You are that poster child. <laughs> I really oh. am. I think. Hey, Leonard, if you love him so much, why don't you just adopt Doug instead of me? <laughs> I'll be honest, he, he'd be tempted. <laughs> That's Jesse Malton, everybody. That's me. Not not home alone. Yeah, exactly. That that was rough. That yeah. Uh, last the... year my parents and I got separated on flights and I got to New York and they didn't. And uh, we, we we wound up on a connecting flight that didn't connect. <laughs> yeah. So they were stuck in Chicago, and I was home alone in New York. Yes, I was oh. 30 years old, but still. Did you stay at the same place that uh, Kevin stayed at in Home Alone 2? I wish. <laughs> that would have been better. Where was that? That was like the, uh, the um, something fancy, right? It was, it, it was because it was, we, were, we were going to be uh, oh, no. getting where, on where to, the, to, the to the TCM cruise. So they were—they put us up where they had everybody, all the other guests. I don't remember the name of it though. But I think he was asking where Kevin and Home Alone. Oh, that too. No idea. <laughs> Not yeah, he's at Plaza. Was I, I know he ran the Plaza in the lobby. Yeah, it's the Plaza, I think. Yeah, one if it's good enough for Eloise. Yeah, or maybe that's where Dunstan stayed. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Jesse, what's yeah. the? What's the current, so where are you living? Are, are all the Maltons together in one house? Oh, we sure are. Um, we have kept Alice and Leonard, my mother, uh, in the house. They're not allowed uh, to see other human beings. We've actually got a pretty sizable bolt on the door. Uh, I've actually, this is the first time I've let you out of your room in what, a month and a half, two months? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, but we figured, you know, he just has to deal with it. That's how we have to keep national treasures safe. Um, but yeah, we're, we're all in the house together. Two dogs, me, my husband, my mom, my dad. We're watching a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows. Uh, my dad and I are trying to work, which is, is interesting because it's hard to get things done. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're here. It sounds like, uh, you know, a fun place to be, to be honest with you. I think, like, wherever Mark is right now is probably pretty sad. 
well, that's the thing. When the adoption goes through, he can just come into the guest room. It'll be fine. Oh, uh, perfect. Exactly. But no, it, honestly, on a, on a serious note, we feel very lucky that we're together and we make each other laugh and we have a good time. And that's, yeah. And you're um, in a house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very lucky. <laughs> yeah. And even just have the dogs, honestly, uh, oh, dogs is the best dogs thing. Dogs are the best. Like dogs yeah. are definitely in my top five things I, I miss uh, because of this. Yeah. Oh, because you can't you can't go up to strange dogs anymore. Oh, I will let you yeah. come. I will bring my dogs to you anytime you want. Oh, I love that. Here, that um, Doug wants to see you. <laughs> and let's say hello to the man, the legend himself, star of Gremlins Two: The New Batch. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Leonard Malton is here. How do you do, everybody? How do you do, indeed? <laughs> um. How, how how many movies do you think you've watched, Leonard, since the uh, since you got locked in a room by your daughter? <laughs> well, I mean, not, I mean, I'm not looking to break any records, but uh, you know, an average of one a day, and uh, sometimes sometimes more. Uh, I I want to allow myself time to digest them and make notes, which I which I is my my part of my mo. And uh, uh, I was teaching the, the latter part of my class for USC on Zoom. And um, with his 300 some students. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, the only way we could do it, the, the normal uh, modus operandi is that we, we convene on the, in the biggest theater on the USC campus, uh, Frank Sinatra Hall, don't you know, at Norris Theater. Uh, where you you used to sneak in, Doug, many years ago. Yeah. And, um, we uh, we could no longer convene, so we went to Zoom. But then, how are we going to show a movie to everybody? Well, it turns out that all but like six of my many students had Netflix, and Netflix has been very uh, prolific. They've been, you know, uh, unveiling new movies on, on a, a pretty regular basis. So. We, we decided that's the way we have to do it, virtually, of course. And then Netflix publicity team, which has been very helpful, uh, set up Zoom interviews for me and the filmmakers. So we did that for the last, I don't know, about eight weeks, seven or eight weeks of class. And, it, it, you know, everybody's adjusting. And so uh, I, I don't have any major complaints. This worked reasonably well. But... Uh, I'm used to facing an audience. Yeah. And uh, like the old joke, I know you're out there, I can hear you breathing. Well, I couldn't hear them breathing. <laughs> and uh, they could raise their hands virtually, and we take a poll using Zoom on uh, how many people liked the movie, how many didn't, and stuff like that. So, you know, we found ways to, to make it all sort of work, but it, it's definitely... Uh, not an equivalent. It's a substitute. Yeah. Well, with the but with the filmmaker there in the Zoom, you would say to all the students, "Let's vote on whether we liked it or not." Oh no! <laughs> hell no! No, no. He, he did the interview separately. He did the yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that would have been hilarious. Yeah. The yeah. hand raising sounds like a lot of work too. Like I think it should be like the NFL with coaches challenges. Like I think each student should get one hand raise and if it's a good comment, then they can continue to have a hand raise. Well, you, you, you should be making some of these rules then. I think you've, uh, uh, Leonard, I think you've probably heard it all when it comes to horrible, uh, weird questions that audience members ask at a Q and a after a movie. Oh yeah, fortunately not in my class. They're 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 really pretty good, uh, and, and I we remind them on the first night of the session of every semester that uh, they're not here for a debating society. That the people who come to class, uh, directors, writers, producers, cinematographers, production designers, costume designers, actors, even uh, you know they're they're giving their time to come down and do this. And uh, we're not here to insult them. It doesn't mean they have to ask cream puff questions, but you know, it's not a matter of challenging them. 
Um, yeah, but it's just amazing though that, but even a huge fan of somebody, just their their words don't come out right, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but you're referring to you're referring to some of the screenings around town, especially yeah. during award season. Yeah. Where, oh God. Where people get up and want to make speeches. They're not questions. They're not questions. There's no question all. in the question. Um, you know, as a screenwriter myself, I often <laughs> find it's incredibly important to. Uh, really focus on those characters a bit and you're sitting there going, please God, shut up. <laughs> I've got a question and a comment and a resume <laughs> and, so, and some And a, re a resume is very important. <laughs> have, you well, been, thank you. have you been to a screening, Doug, where somebody in the back of the hall has said, can I have a hug? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know what? And uh, my favorite people are the ones that go, uh, nah. <laughs> but, but usually they're in a position. They have to say yes. And then the person comes down. They do their stupid hug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are so Not nice. anymore. Not after this thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. The next time they ask, can I have a hug? The answer should be, it's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, thanks again for being here, and let's play some games. All Let right. the games begin! Whee! <laughs> um, we're going to start with a new game, you guys. That's exciting. Oh, it's so, so exciting. <laughs> uh, it was suggested by W.W. Conando. Conando? Yeah. W.W. Conando on Twitter. And uh, he didn't come up with the name. I came up with the name, and I'm so proud of myself. The game, the game is called Witch Hunt. And I'm going to go to you individually, starting with Mark. We'll go uh, alphabetically. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with Mark, and I'll name a movie. And in this game, Witch Hunt, you have to tell me if it features Bonnie Hunt, Helen Hunt, or Linda Hunt. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Which hunt is it? <laughs> uh, first to three points wins. You ready, Mark? I am ready, and I hope that they made a movie about Mad About You. <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie, Helen, or Linda, which one was in the movie Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Fun. Um, I, it's, uh, I, I can't think of what the movie is off the top of my head. It sounds like a movie where a lot of girls might get into trouble and they need a maternal figure to kind of keep them straight but have a sense of humor. So I'm going to say Bonnie Hunt is in that movie. That is incorrect. Oh. Yeah, exactly, Jesse, because now you have a chance to steal because you only have to choose between two people. Uh Helen? Was it Helen or Linda in Girls Just Want to Have Fun based on this Cindy Lauper song? Helen? Is it Helen? What's that? Is it Helen? That's your final answer? Sure. That is correct. Oh. Thanks, Mark, for going first. Very kind. Uh, I, I went off board. I, Helen should have been the starter. I'm sure that Leonard remembers this movie. Uh, <laughs> Of course it's I about, do. It's Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt play friends who try to get into a uh, nationally televised dance contest. <laughs> Nothing? It's one of your favorites, Nothing. right? Yeah. Watch it last I'm excited that all three of you were not terribly clear about who was in that movie because I thought that was... <laughs> I thought that was an uh, easy one. So let's see how this goes. Uh, Doug, sorry, your number one fan has just walked in. Say hello, Alice. Alice is there? Doug. Alice just came in. She wants to sit here just because she wants to be near oh. you. Oh, <laughs> well, I miss <laughs> Doug. Who doesn't miss I Doug, miss Mama? I miss Doug. Right. I'm sorry. Continue the game. Continue. All right. Thank you. Hi, Alice. Hi. Um, this is for Leonard. You ready, Leonard? I don't know. Try me. Uh. Which of those Helens was in the movie Roller Coaster? Which you might recall was one of the four movies that was released by Universal with Sensoround. <laughs> That's what I remember about that movie, is that it was in Sensoround. Yeah, that was for a hunt being in it. 
yeah, there was earthquake made a lot of sense for sense around because every time there's an earthquake scene, the whole theater would just shake. Yeah. But then ultimately they gave up on sense around when they tried it with zoot suit. <laughs> I swear I saw zoot suit and sense around and whenever they like snapped their fingers in the dance numbers, the whole place would shake. <laughs> you know, whenever we're allowed in movie theaters again, that's what we need. We need some sense around. More sense around. Yeah, that movie, there's a war movie called Midway that was in sense around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so which one is it, Daddy? Which one do you think it is, Leonard? Uh, Linda, Linda, Bonnie, or Helen? Linda. Incorrect. All right. Back um, to you, Mark. Doug, Roller Coaster, because it was in Sense Around, just the title of it sounds like sort of a disaster movie where things go wrong with the roller coaster. Um, mm -hmm. And just by the process of elimination, because we already had a Helen Hunt movie, I'm going to say my girl Bonnie's in it. I got to say, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Oh. It's not your girl Bonnie. Uh, uh, Jesse, which one is left? Helen? So Helen? Correct. So Helen it is? Helen is correct. Jesse's got two points, you guys. Oh, I'm doing so well, everybody. You're mm. killing it. Helen killing plays it. the daughter. Leonard might find this interesting. It's one of her early film roles. She plays the daughter of George Siegel and, oh, damn it. I had the name and then I lost it. So maybe, yeah, I shouldn't have gotten high before this. <laughs> oh, uh, Susan Anspach. Okay. Yeah, they were they were Helen Hunt's parents, and George Siegel worked security at a uh, uh, amusement. Or no, he was a a bomb expert or something, and uh, so a guy was going around putting bombs on roller coasters. As one and, does. Uh, it's, it's a it's a really great movie if you want to see a slow, boring movie that takes place almost exclusively in amusement parks. <laughs> Richard Widmark and Henry Fonda. What, are you looking shit up? Yeah, just that one after you finish. <laughs> after the fact. After you finish. I'm her witness. I was intrigued. I know it was after, but it's still, it's still like, you know, people on Jeopardy right, don't get to throw I'm in sorry. extra facts yeah, later. Yeah, down. I'm sorry. I was intrigued. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird-ass movie. I watched it a lot when I was a kid, but... Um, Again, I think it's mostly the, the. I was mostly watching it for the amusement parks, but I also did enjoy George Siegel, uh, the movie actor, when he used to be a leading man. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Jesse, okay, we're back to you, Leonard. You ready? Yep. This one, I think you might know. Which one was in Peggy Sue Got Married? That's Helen. Correct. Hey! Well done. Leonard is on the board. Noticing oh, a trend man. here. I'm hoping for a bead of sweat off my forehead. <laughs> Back to you, Mark. Um, which one of those Helens is a voice in Monsters University? That is Bonnie Hunt. Yes, it is. <laughs> You're both correct. Yeah, my girl. Why, is there a reason you keep referring to her that way? Look, I have guessed Bonnie Hunt more than anyone else on a trivia show today, and so I, <laughs> I am her lead champion. So Bonnie Hunt, this one's for you, and I will see you after the show. Love it. <laughs> I do like her very much. All right, um, that makes it uh, Jesse's turn. Yes. For the win, Jesse, you can win this thing right now. Which one of those hunts is in Next of Kin? Linda? No. No. Leonard. Uh, not wishing to have a lot of dead air here surrounding me. <laughs> uh, You're dead air. Yeah, well... I'll say Helen. That is correct. Mm. This seems like a Helen-heavy game. It does, right? Do you um, think Doug just, just checked out Helen Hunt's filmography? I think so. And 
Went to town with it? Didn't bother with anybody else's. Nah. Yeah, I think Doug knew I was going to guess Bonnie regardless, and so he threw me a softball. <laughs> uh, your turn again, Mark. Which one of them is in something called Jack? Or is it Jock? I think it's Jock. Jock? Yeah, it's Jock. Jock the hero dog. Oh my gosh, Jock the yeah. Hero Dog. Um, you know, a uh, career can't be all highs. Every once in a while, somebody, <laughs> somebody's going to be in a in a Jack the Hero Dog. Um, I think that I, as much as I want to champion Bonnie again, we've had our, our share of Helen as well. I'm going to go Linda Hunt was one of the stars of Jock the Hero Dog. That's incorrect. Hell no. I loved you stepping up there for Linda, but she's, I didn't bother with her. All right. Uh, <laughs> at least not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Jesse. You know what? Bonnie. I like the way you play, Jesse. Uh, Thank you. That's incorrect. For, okay, so the answer's <laughs> just Helen, apparently. But Leonard has to say it. <laughs> Would it be Helen Hunt? That is correct. You win the game. Leonard oh. Bolton. <laughs> oh the man, they said we get on the scoreboard in the world. Oh, that was exciting. So, have we all now learned about movies we've never heard of starring Helen Hunt? I'll tell you something. I learned looking looking at Helen Hunt, Helen Hunt movies. She is in a trilogy of movies. Like one of the stars of a trilogy that I'm kind kind of familiar with, but it's called Trancers. Nope. There's you? three of them. There's Trancers, Transfer, <laughs> Trancers, Trancers Two, Trancers Three. None of those subtitles, just the number. And there's mm -hmm. three of them. And I I kind of want to figure out what these Trancers movies are all about because. <laughs> How is it a trilogy, but it's also not, I've never really, I'm not familiar with it, you know? Like it was it, good enough, it did well enough that they made it. possible that at least one of those went direct to VHS cassette? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's think one of those cases where I think the original trance, Trancers was, a, was popular on home video, mm -hmm. and then that spurred making parts two and three. Mm -hmm. Did they make it? I'll take a step further. I, I think what actually happened is nobody's ever seen any of the transfers. I think they were just kind of filler at your local video update or blockbuster because they were never actually rented. I remember seeing the jacket for transfers and always being like, oh, that could be interesting. But then you always find something else. So transfers, always <laughs> the bridesmaid, never the bride. Poor transfers. Transfers. I wonder if they have all three in stock at that one remaining blockbuster right? video store. <laughs> In Ohio? No, it's in... Yeah, it's, 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 it's not... In Western State. It's ah. in... It's in... You guys... You three of you can discuss how you don't know where it is while I'm waiting to tell you exactly where it is. It's Go in, on. <laughs> it's in Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's great. It's so much fun to walk around it. I went there uh, a few months back, and... Um, it just takes you back to walking around a, a video store to, you know, and then eventually, you know, leaving without ever making a selection because it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Leonard won that game. So that means it's some, some very exciting in store for Leonard in the uh, next part of our show. But we're going to go away for a second. First, we're going to take a brief commercial message and we'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. That was fast. Wow. Yeah, that was easy. Easy to sit through. Uh, to determine a winner today, 
even though there are no prizes, only personal pride, we're going to play Last Person Standing. Oh, boy. Yay. Yeah. The title's been officially overhauled to it's men, a man or a woman. Uh, and I changed Stanton to Standing because it's just got to a point where new listeners don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's, that's a crying shame. I know, right? But you could say last person standing in beloved memory of Harry Dean Stanton. There you go. But that's yeah, kind of long. That rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. Or I'll, that's what I'll do is we'll record you saying that, Leonard, and I'll play it. Right? Right after. <laughs> I guess we did just record you saying that. You did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so let's see here. How are we doing on time? Oh, we're great great shape so because i do also want to ask you guys a couple of questions at the end before we go so um to pick a winner to determine a winner this we're going to play uh last person standing and the advantage that leonard gets is not only does he get to go first because he won witch hunt he also gets to name what actor or actress oh goodness I know. The pressure's on. You got to come up with somebody who you think you know a lot of their titles, and even better, somebody who you think the rest of us might not be as well versed on. I dare him to pick Bonnie Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go. I don't want to. Cheaper by the dozen one, cheaper by the dozen two. I don't want to go obscure on, on you guys by going back, backwards in time. Why don't I just say Michael Caine? Oh, I love it. That's a great Ooh. one. That's perfect. Who has a biography? Do you a do a Michael Caine impression, Mark? Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I, what, He's Michael Caine's perfect uh, person to do impression of because if you nail it, it's cool. But also, if you get if you do it badly, it's also somehow funny. <laughs> I'll My name is Michael Caine. I'll All right, so a bonus point if they can tell me what quote, what Michael Caine movie this is. Oh, the breath on that thing. Um, Jaws: The Revenge. <laughs> I was gonna wait until it came up, but yes, it is in fact Jaws: The Revenge. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was going to be the first movie I said anyway, so it, it just, it, all I did is hurt myself. But I was like, I was guessing that like as a dumb guess. I didn't even think that would be the answer. Yeah, That's he how almost Mark dies. Mark he Doug. a character named Hoagie, and he's hitting on uh, Ellen Brody because obviously her husband, um, uh, Chief Brody, died of a heart attack because he was so scared of the shark. Even though he survived two movies, he was so scared of the shark that he died off screen, and so he's romancing her in the Bahamas, but the shark with ESP almost eats Hoagie, but he survives, and as he's being pulled back onto the boat, he mentions how bad the breath of the shark is. Well, then. I don't, I don't even know if I can continue after that. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is something. I mean, I, to this day, <laughs> today, what is it, May something? I can't wrap my head around the fact that the first time when when michael kane won the oscar for hannah and her sisters mm-hmm. he couldn't be there he couldn't be at the oscars because he was stuck in the bahamas making jaws of revenge <laughs> i mean his excuses go <laughs> at least he was working i guess right yeah uh okay so uh leonard's gonna go first name a michael kane movie alfie Oh, that's a really good one. What'd you think of the remake with uh, Jude Law? It was okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought, well, they they had good source material, so they were able to make an okay movie out of it. Yeah. All right, Mark Ellis? Uh, Speaking of remakes, I'm going to say Get Carter. Oh. Hmm. That's interesting. Another one that should have left alone. (laughs) Agreed. Well, that's one thing. Uh, boy, Michael Caine is not doesn't have a problem with saying yes to remakes and sequels. Mm-mm. So I'll just say it: Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Jesse, Cider House Rules. 
it really is the best of all the cider houses. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it cider really house rules. People. It rules so hard. Uh, back to you, Leonard. Um, Zulu. Oh my God. That's a great one. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that one for a little later, Leonard. Well, it was on my mind because I, I at the uh, TCM Film Festival several years ago, when there still was an in-person actual TCM yeah. Classic Film Festival, I got to see Zulu on the big screen at the Egyptian Theater, and uh, it's a hell of a movie, and and uh, gr great to see that way. So it's still rattling around in my memory. Love it. Uh, Mark? Going back to Batman, Doug, The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah? Well, I'll just go ahead and uh, uh, seal this one up and say um, The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Jesse? Uh, the Prestige. Oh, yeah. Leonard, do you remember having a favorite between The Prestige and The Illusionist? Neither? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say none of the above. Yeah. They both aren't great, but they, it was just funny that there were two big big starring vehicles yeah. for big, big yeah. actors uh, that were both just about, you know, silly magicians. Many years later, they'd perfect the genre with Now You Can See Me. <laughs> Yeah. Is that your next? Is that your next movie? <laughs> I just fucked up by saying that, didn't I? <laughs> that, that was mine. That was going to be my next one. <laughs> All right, go ahead and say it. Now you see me. <laughs> Wait, was it your turn? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Leonard's turn. What do you want to go with, Leonard? Uh, Hannah and her sisters. There you go. Oh, nice. Also previously mentioned, uh, Mark. Uh, I'll go with the Muppet Christmas Carol. Ah, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, so I'm going to go with. I kind of I'm tempted to steal Jesse's, but I'm going to. I'll let you have yours, Jesse. No, you 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 take that one. I'll allow it. <laughs> that's okay. There's so many to choose from. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, finger pointing about this pandemic, but you know what I say? Mm. I say I say blame it on Rio. Hey. <laughs> not really it's just the name not of the really. michael kane movie uh jesse okay jesse say it oh now you see me is that what it's called isn't it i don't know i got so confused because the first one's called now you see me but then they didn't call the second one now you don't they just called it Now You See Me too, or something. Now you see me. Now you still see me. Now you keep on seeing me. Keep on keeping <laughs> on seeing me. You keep recognizing me as something that's in your eyeline. Accurate. Okay. Um, back to you, Leonard. Sleuth. Okay, now here's a really fun one. Because I can say to you now, what year? Mm. Oh, gosh. It, was it 1972? Which one? The one with Michael Caine and Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. I think, yeah, that sounds about right, 72. Even if it's wrong, it sounds accurate. Yeah, I don't care about the exact year. I just wanted to establish something. Mark? <laughs> mm. Yes, the, uh, first, the first filming of that play. I... We'll go ahead and say that I'm already running on fumes. Uh-oh. I do recall 1987, I want to say, uh, the classic, another movie that should not have been touched, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that movie should be left alone for sure. The girl in that, Glenn, uh, Glenn Head, Headley? Yeah. Um, uh, passed away rather young, you know, kind of young, like in the last couple of years, right? It's recent, and I think it's the saddest thing because she was. I mean, I think anybody around my age, she was in so much and so wonderful. Yeah, she's great. Um, 
I will say, uh, I don't know the year, but they made Sleuth again <laughs> with Michael Caine. <laughs> and instead of Lawrence Olivier, it was uh, Jude Law. Back to you, Jesse. Uh, Dunkirk. He's in that? Yeah. Sounds right. Jesse? Yeah, I read it the other <laughs> I mean, day. Leonard? <laughs> I get you too confused. Uh, Children of Men? Yes. Mm. I like you, that you, movie I want to add to almost all of these titles, and he's so good in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's, that's the thing, is he brought, you know, gravity and, you know, good performances to some of the most amazingly bad movies. Like, he's, he's never bad, but, boy, he's in some stinky movies. <laughs> what, he went through a patch around the time of that Jaws movie uh, where he was uh, saying yes to movies that some people, or a lot of people, felt he should have turned down. And he said, that, hey, you know, uh, my only responsibility is to give a good performance. And, you know, that, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he just, uh, you know, it's one of the first actors I hear accurately describe acting in movies as, uh, you know, they pay you to sit around and wait, and then the acting yeah. part is the, is the acting's the fun part. It's true. Um, okay, uh, Mark? Um, I think that he does show up in Interstellar for a bit. Yes. We've got confirmation from uh, Jesse, because I certainly don't remember uh, whether or not he was in that one. Yeah, I think he was. All right. Jesse said he was, so he is. <laughs> um, but speaking of the crappy movies, I'm a, from now on, I'm only going to name uh, Michael Caine movies that are terrible, <laughs> if I can. Okay. And I'd like, I'd like to start with Beyond the Poseidon Adventure. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, the Kingsman, is he in both? I mean, he's in one of them. I can't remember which one. <laughs> uh, so we, what, should we just say the Kingsman and leave it at that? I think he's in both of them. I'll but say they the Kingsman. They each have a different subtitle. Do you know, remember the subtitle in either of them? The second one is like, and now Channing Tatum. That's not true. That's, I, I, wish, I wish it was. It's not. I, I don't. The Kingsman, <laughs> again. That's a thing. Is that something you ever remember happening, Leonard, uh, the star of the movie's name being in the title of the movie? Oh, yeah. Being John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even uh, the main character, though. <laughs> Abin Costello meet the killer, comma, Boris Karloff. Hey! Oh, yeah. See, I knew you'd come up with something. He would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it was called The Golden Circle, the second one, and the first one was... Um, on his Majesty's Secret Service or something? The, yeah, the uh, Kingsman, the Secret Service. Something like that, yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought the was more of the same. Ooh. Uh, second one. No. 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 It wasn't. I, the second, I, I thought the first one was an absolute delight. And then yeah. the second one, I found it extremely frustrating. It's just an example of, you know, just because it's the same creative team, it doesn't mean yeah. there's more, more story to tell. I really don't like it in any film where they just keep using the F word over and over and to a degree where it's like, so we're just not going to even write a script. We're just going to keep saying fuck to each other and somehow that's going to be okay. Great. Yeah, it is a, it is a uh, easy go-to. And then, you know, I, I also blame the actors cause I bet you they ad lib extra F bombs. Sure. Sure. Because it just, you know what I mean? Like anytime actors are having like what's supposed to be a tough conversation, they probably just pepper it with F-bombs just to sound like they're being tough, you know? F-bombs. Uh, <laughs> Leonard? Leonard? I'm remembering a, a obscure and not very good movie called The Magus. The Magus? M-A-G-U-S. Yeah. I love it. Was it Candace Bergen in that? I mean, it's a long time ago. Yeah, well, I bet you she was. Sounds like something she'd do. Yeah. I mean, I think Vegas in English is Murphy Brown. Yep, <laughs> yep. 
Uh, Mark. Oh boy. Um, all right. I think I survived one more round because a movie that some might consider, um, maybe not the best, but I found it fully delightful when I saw it as a youth. And that would be a movie I rented instead of Trancers, Mr. Destiny. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think that movie is good. <laughs> <laughs> John Lovitz, Jim Belushi, Renee's Russo, I think. Yeah, you just made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I they, you know they're they're all good actors, but uh, yeah, that was definitely a, a, of its time. There was there, Jim Belushi somehow got four or five starring roles in a row, and it was a swing and a miss every time. Um, I'm gonna say, oh yeah, another classic uh, disaster movie that. Uh, you know, Michael Caine laughed all the way to the bank. The Swarm. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. The Swarm. Very early on in The Swarm, one of the most classic lines of all time. A helicopter gets taken down by a swarm of bees, which, okay. Um, <laughs> but when the, bees, when the bees hit his windshield, there's a couple hundred of them, and he goes, bees, bees, millions of bees. <laughs> Is that what he got the Oscar? And then, his, and then his helicopter crashed. No, that wasn't Michael Caine. He didn't say that. Damn if Michael Caine said it, would be like, bees, bees, millions of bees. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing him on the Merv Griffin show where they devoted an entire episode to the movie The Swarm. And uh, he said the reason that he did it was so they could work with Henry Fonda and Richard Widmark, who were on the show with it. Wow. I mean, that's cool that they got to, like, they probably, like, play bridge every day on the set or something. <laughs> something like that. Passing, the, passing by the time. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so we're back to you, Jesse. Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, my God. Which is actually a delightful film. What about uh, Sherlock Gnomes? Uh, I think that one was pretty cute, too. <laughs> that one had Elton John music in it, I think, didn't it? Yeah. Yes. Mark? Oh, boy. Um, Are we at the end of the road? We might be at the end of the road. I, I, um, I'm rooting for him to have been uh, struck by something strange and de-aging, along with Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. No, he wasn't in Cocoon. Damn it. He was a bit, a bit of too scrapping at that point. He, he didn't look old yet. He was in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Thank you for playing, Mark. <laughs> but do, do please stick around for more, uh, more storytelling. Just, oh, it's my turn. Yes. Um, all right. All right. Oh, you know what? I, I got to apologize. I can't think of another crappy one right, right offhand, but I thought of a great one. The Man Who Would Be King. Oh, oh gosh, good yes. One. Uh, this that is played at the New Beverly. That was at the New Beverly recently, and I, I really wanted to go, and I didn't for some reason. Now, now I, of course, really wish I had. This is the last one I've got, Bewitched. Okay. Bewitched is the last one for me. Oh, Bewitched? Yes. Yeesh. I know. <laughs> you, you said bad movies, so. Which which uh which witch did he play? I I feel like he was with uh whoever they had playing the the Andorra. Yeah, the Andorra yeah. character. Like he was he was with her, but I don't Oh uh Uncle Arthur maybe. For, yeah, it's something like that. I just remember his voice. Yeah. I know that one of the wacky witches that she's related to in the movie was I think was Steve Carell. Yeah. Gosh, it's all a blur because anyway, why it was bad. I get that movie and the and that Stepford Wives remake, the two those two movies are just a big blur of awful to me that I Honestly, can't think Yeah. And I only remember Bewitched because I watched it on a plane. That tells you how little there was on the plane. I watched it on a plane. That also wow. tells you how many months ago it was, because planes still existed. But uh all right, so we're back to uh, um, Leonard. 
Inception. Oh man, you are good. Yeah, <laughs> kicking myself for that one. I should have just guessed Nolan movies. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my dad. My dad hosted the ceremony uh, for Michael Caine getting his hand and footprint at Grauman's. Oh, I thought there was gonna be more to the story. That was the whole <laughs> thing, man. That was that was it. He's done <laughs> four of them now. Three or three, four. Of them? Three or four. But that that was a pleasure. He's 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 a delightful man to talk to. I've had several nice interviews with him, and uh, he's uh, what you see is what you get. What you see is what, what you, you get. get. Yeah. yeah. Is he um, is he like when he sees you, he knows who you are? Uh, I think by now, yes. Yeah. I mean that is so cool. Hey, Leonard. <laughs> 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 and I'm also just sitting here uh, trying to think of something else. And um, two. There's so many more. Yes, so we many. missed whole decades worth of. <laughs> oh yeah. There's just he's just so uh, prolific, and uh, I, my my brain is just uh, frying at this point from uh, trying to think of all of them. You you have another one, Leonard? No, he's done he's done a couple of small films in recent years. You know, little oh, yeah. like indie British films uh, that uh, that I've seen and now can't remember. Yeah, I just remembered one that he was just in recently that got, got kind of a mixed reception. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, got, I got a big, a big one. Educating Rita. Oh, very big. Yeah, the press is calling on this one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rita. Yeah, That's I was going to say that it wasn't, wasn't there a movie that just came out in the last couple of years called Truth? Uh, sure. or, or trust, like Jane Fonda was in it and, and Michael Caine? I, I pulled a Jesse Malden, and after I got knocked out, I went on his IMDb. Um, I don't see anything with trust in Just it. a one-word title from, like, the last two or three years. Um, I do see he's already been announced, and now you see me three, if that helps. Hey. <laughs> oh. All right, so that's what... Hello? Yeah, we're all here. There? Okay, good. <laughs> I thought I accidentally hung up on you guys. Um, what else is there that's surprising to you, Mark? Is it um, you, is uh, youth? Is that what you're thinking of, maybe? Youth? Yeah, youth, youth. Youth. You know, trust, youth, same thing. Youth. <laughs> it's, it's a him and Harvey Keitel and Rachel Weiss and Jane Fonda. Yeah, that's a oh. weird one. Did you, did you see it, Leonard? I don't recall. Yeah. It got like, you know, it was, it had like awards buzz, you know, like I think, I think somebody in it got a supporting nod somewhere like at the Golden Globes or something. Oh, it's anyway. There's one on here that really upset me that I, that I forgot it. And then there's yeah. another one that I should have known. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's a lot of movies, but there's just a couple that I'm like kicking myself about. What are those? Austin Powers and Goldmember. Right. Right. And um, if you want bad movies, Doug, and you want hilarious villain turns, then you need to see the Steven Seagal classic on Deadly Ground, where Michael Caine was like the, the greedy oil guy. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, Secondhand Lions. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. With Robert Duvall, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's in Miss Congeniality. I'm embarrassed that I forgot. Because yeah, he, I'm sure he's in both of them. He gives her the assignment, right? He plays her coach. He plays the, the person who gets her ready for the pageants. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you're our winner, Leonard. You did it. I don't know how. <laughs> I think you just living, living a long life, that may have something to do. There you go. Right, but just, you know, you're, uh, also that shows how great Michael Caine is. He's got so many, you know, titles yet that we can all actually remember. Yeah. Um, do you... He's made enough any? that we can even forget some. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We forgot, forgot a lot of them. Do you, Leonard, have a 
uh, like a number one recommendation from movies you've been watching over the last uh, week or so? Um, well, uh, we've been posting on my uh, website, LeonardMalton.com, if you were wondering, <laughs> uh, uh, a Malton movie club choice every week or so. And uh, these are all films that I like a lot and that tend to be on the upbeat side. Uh, but they that, also have to be streamable. That yeah. was the main criteria. Yeah. Because there's no point in saying, this is a great film. You can't watch it, but it's great. And the last one we posted, I guess, was The Meddler. Mm -hmm. And then with Susan Sarandon and Rose Byrne. And you said mm -hmm. the Meddler. Scafaria, the, the woman who did Hustlers. Yeah. And this is a good movie that sort of just fell through the cracks. And uh, good, a good movie, uh, sort of a comedy drama, and uh, strong performances. And also uh, Stephen Chbosky's Wonder, which is a lovely film. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, with uh, Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson, and young Jacob Tremblay. Uh, and your next, the, the one that'll go up, that I'll put up tomorrow, is uh, My Life is a Zucchini. A terrific animated film. It was it was yeah. it an Oscar nominee? Yeah. Oscar, yeah, it was an Oscar nominee a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. It's French, but then was also dubbed in English, and they released them separately. Yeah. But um, but I'm trying to think. You I'm trying to think of what else you've watched. Oh, and, and, and Lucky, Harry Dean Stanton yes. film, Lucky, which is which is I, I'm I'm just crazy about. Yeah, directed by the actor John Carroll Lynch, right? That's right. That's right, and yeah. it was cast. It was written by Harry Dean's longtime assistant, or co-written by his longtime mm -hmm. assistant, and uh, they cast it out of Harry Dean's Rolodex, so to speak. It's all cronies and pals of his, yeah. and there's a fantastic uh, uh, monologue in it delivered by David Lynch. Uh, yeah, that's right. He's, he, I'm gonna... he's perfect. I'm trying to get uh, Lynch to be to, to do this show because I figure, you know, what else do you got to do in quarantine? That's right. I want you to have uh, um, Werner Herzog on with Paul F. Tompkins. That's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll try to make that happen. Um, Mark Ellis, do you have any uh, anything to recommend people watch right now? Uh, yeah, Doug. Well, first of all, uh, I also have a dad who's a big movie buff, and his website is leonardmalton.com. <laughs> Everybody can go check out what my dad does. And for me, I've been watching mostly uh, – I'm, like, watching The Sopranos right now because I've never seen it, so I'm doing a little more TV than movies. But I did recently watch, speaking of fathers, um, Onward, the, the Pixar movie, which I hadn't caught yet. <laughs> And uh, it's it, it's really really good. It's it's like a very feel goody, but you're also going to get emotional kind of Pixar movies. So highly recommend. Yes, I echo that. I love you, Dad. All right. Well, that's very very. I'm glad that um, you know we have a lot of uh, suggestions, uh, things for uh, people to check out. Any? Um, uh, could you, uh, Mark, and then also uh, Jesse and Leonard and Alice? Could you? Could you take uh, photos, selfies in your, you know, current environment that you're at doing this podcast uh, that uh, you could um, send to me? And then I will, uh, you know, create a little uh, collage of all of us for the, uh, to advertise the show. Done yeah. and done. Absolutely do that. And it's way to you, Doug. If, uh, if the folks run out of movies and TV shows to stream, uh, my special dog stepfather is now available on Amazon Prime to watch. So everybody can go check that out. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. Okay. That's so cool. We've, uh, we've been starting to, uh, since my dad and I have been doing a lot of the podcast, just as the two of us here at home, um, we started filming them and are starting to put them up on YouTube. And we just started a series about animation where we're sort of going to do a deep dive with a couple of different folks and getting into the books my dad's written and stuff like that. It's, you know, you keep trying to come up with ways to do something that is fun for you, but also a nice distraction for everybody else. Um, because it's it is the, so crazy. Yeah. It's the perfect, uh, perfect way to go. You know, that's yeah. what the, uh, that's what everybody needs to do right now is, you know, do what makes you happy and, and yep. hopefully it makes others happy as well. And then, 
everybody's at least as happy as as we can be considering. Yeah. Uh, don't forget everybody that there's a Doug Loves Movies Twitter account now. So just go to at Doug Loves Movies if you want to uh, assert yourself as a true fan of the <laughs> show. And um, yeah, I can't I can't thank you all enough for uh, for being here. And uh, we will hopefully see you in person again soon. Damn straight. Looking forward to it. As always, roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.